Podcast Answer Man, episode number 117, geeksradio.fm. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And in the studio today, I have a special guest that I'm going to be interviewing. You know, right at the end of episode number 116, I had mentioned to you all that Podcast Answer Man and Help I Got a Mac, two of our shows over here at gspn.tv, are about ready to be syndicated on internet talk radio. That's right, folks. I I basically just threw that one right there at the end of the last episode, and I wanted to give you a little bit more of an explanation, but rather than just throw it out there and have me monologue for the next hour on this whole thing, I think maybe we could probably make this a little bit of a shorter episode and get right to the point by going straight to the source. And so in the studio with me today, I have Ryan Cortad of... Well, let's just say he's local here to the gspn.tv world headquarters. And uh, Ryan, welcome to the show, man. Thank you very much, Cliff. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Now, for those of you who are not aware of Ryan Cortad, he is part of the brains and uh, might behind what is known as, uh, known as geeksradio.fm. And for those of you who have never heard of geeksradio.fm, first of all, where have you been? Seriously. Where have you been? Where have you been? But uh, for those who haven't, and I'm sure that listening to the podcast Answer Man, there are a lot of folks out there that are, there is a very high percentage of our audience that is relatively new to new media and uh, internet streaming and and all this other stuff. So, Ryan, I'm going to ask you, up to this point, I know there's some, there's some changes in the works. We're going to get to that. But let's, let's ignore the fact that anything's about to change. Prior to right now, how would you have described Geeks Radio to anybody that would have asked you? Well, well, Geeks Radio is just that. It's a radio station for geeks. And geeks have kind of gotten a bad rap over the years. Geeks are the people that you see with the pen uh, protectors in your pockets and everything like that. But a geek is really somebody that's only... It's somebody that's passionate about something. So you could be a geek about cars. You could be a geek about sports. And... What Geeks Radio does is it allows people on the internet to kind of take the reins and do their own music or talk show and uh, have people listening it from their home computers. Excellent. So I, I guess would you say that it, it's pretty safe to say that, that it would be just like a typical, maybe more closely aligned to w- what some people think of as AM radio, although on FM stations there is... Uh, uh, there are stations today on the FM dial that are a little bit of a mixture of talk radio, but combined with music as well in the format. Correct. We have we have talk radio and we have music radio, so it's it's kind of a combined format depending on what the the listener at that point wants to listen to. So, and, and you mean now it's not on demand; it is streaming, though, right? It is streaming, but you can. There's a schedule, so you can see kind of what's uh. playing at what time. So, if you're a fan of this certain podcast, you can come and listen to it every Monday night or every Thursday night, depending on when it's on. Excellent. And when there's not programming such as uh, podcast or talk radio, if you will, that there there seems to be quite a bit of streaming music. Is correct. that correct? There's a, there's a lot of music. It's basically, I mean, when there's not somebody, a DJ, or when there's not a show going on, it's it's music just being played constantly. 
Excellent. So, well, before we go into a little bit more of the history of this, I, I, I do want to get a little bit more feel of, you know, maybe what even uh, some of us out there in the community have been missing. So you have had people that have stepped up to the plate and they're actually DJing their own their own kind of music sets and stuff like that. Is that right? Right. That's correct. And we have people not even or not only just from the United States, but we have people from Australia. We have people from England. We have people from Canada that are kind of filling in these what we would seem uh, weird time zones, but what's really the middle of the day for them. So it really helps fill in night hours or early morning shows. Now, I will tell you that I've been tuning in a lot to geeksradio.fm during uh, during working here in the studio. I've got a lot of projects that I've been working on for some new media consulting clients that I have. And I will tell you, the music that I've been hearing is amazing. I mean, it's not like music that you, it's not like any other radio station where you just hear the same five songs over and over and over again. But instead, it's been some truly amazing, awesome, just, just wonderful hits all day long. And uh, I've kind of, enjo- I've kind of come to enjoy that. But I understand some things are going to be changing moving forward and stuff like that. But before we go there, I want to ask, when did you, go- when did you launch Geeks Radio? We kind of launched it a lot sooner than we, then people were kind of telling me to launch it because we, I was just, I threw a date out there and I'm like, let's get it done by this date. And they're like, I don't think we can do it. I'm like, we can do it. We're going to set our minds to it. And we actually launched, uh, December 15th, 2008, right. A couple days before Christmas. Wow. And so it's not been around too long. It's just been just over six months then. Just over six months. Wow. That's it. That I did not know that. I, I guess maybe I was, I, I started to hear, uh, rumors through the grapevine, if you will, uh, being that you know we're we've been connected through multiple other people in our social networks, and so I, I I heard a lot about Geeks Radio I guess well before it got initially kicked off. So, but so since December fifteenth, now who's behind this? I mean, you do this alone or? Um, well, I am the station manager for the for the Geeks Radio. There's three other directors, and then we have or or we had a consultant named uh, Chris Perlo who um, really helped us out starting it out. Gotcha. So Chris Perillo had some uh, influence and at least some ad, ad, an advisory role at one point to to get this thing off the ground. Then correct, a big role. Yeah, that's awesome. And and I noticed that you know right at right from the launch, literally thousands of people just flocking to Geeks Radio. And uh, I have to believe that it has a lot to do with you know Chris Perillo and his reach in the new media community as well. I think it has a lot to do with Chris, correct? Yeah, which which is awesome. I mean, that that's I mean, there's some couple things that I've noticed from anybody who's come from, and and I know Chris had a following well before Tech TV. I mean, with his uh, uh, what is it, Locker Gnome? Is that what he's LockerGnome.com? Yeah, so he he's he's he had he had a quite a an online community before online communities really existed. Uh, he he's he was a pioneer in that anyway. But I know that. Of obviously getting in and being uh, interviewed on screensavers in the early days and then later on being asked to come on to tech TV and, and doing call for help, uh, replacing Leo there for a while and and all that stuff that that really gave him a lot of exposure. And when all of a sudden when tech TV goes away, did you watch tech TV? I did. I was a big fan of it. Yeah, I was a huge fan of tech TV. I, I was distraught when that that they took that off the network. It's like, oh, man, that's horrible. Although I'm glad they did today. Because looking back, look at all that we have today at at our fingertips, and we've got Leo Laporte's this week in tech, and and the entire Twit network, uh, which has been a great influence on what I'm doing through GSPN.TV and Podcast Answer Man. Right. But um, 
And then Chris is out there doing his live streaming all the time. And, and it seems like we have constant, nonstop, instant access to almost everybody that we loved on Tech TV. Definitely, definitely. And those people have surrounded themselves with some other wonderful talent that has just flourished this thing into... Really, there's geek content all the time. There is, and there it's constantly popping up, too. There's always a new personality just getting started and, and getting bigger and bigger. Absolutely. So anyway, uh, so launched back in December on December 15, 2008, uh, Chris Perillo, yourself and some other station managers really got this thing off the ground. Um, let, let me ask you, how, how did you meet with, I mean, Chris, uh, Chris Perillo? How did that happen? Well, I don't really believe in fate, but you could kind of call it fate. I uh, host all the images for ping.fm. I, I work with Sean over at ping.fm and they have an IRC chat room. And Chris Perillo was a big part of the chat room coming in and really being a supporter of Ping. And one day he came in and said, does anybody know anybody that's uh, good with server management? I'm like, well, I'm good with server management. So we got started and started, and I started fixing th- some things up for him. And he finally hired me to uh, manage all of his servers and websites and everything for several months until Geeks Radio took off. And I didn't really have enough time to spend working on his servers anymore. Right. So so that's kind of how you met is just he, he found out that you did this server type management. of work. Correct. And is that what you do full time for a living? Yes. All right. I own a hosting company and do server management. Now, do you do that for just businesses? Do you do that for individuals as well? Individuals and businesses. So is there do you think there is anybody like in the podcast answer man audience that might use your services that you could plug your business or anything? If your website's running slow or if you're looking at getting uh, higher on the search engine optimization, I mean, they're definitely something that uh, they could contact me about. And and what what website would they go to to check out some of the stuff that you do? Uh, www.evolutionstudios.org. O-R-G. Excellent. Very cool. All right. So um, let's see. We got how did you guys meet? Uh, when did you guys connect? Uh, you, actually, no, I already asked you that one. I had some crazy questions here, but... Uh, I, I, that's one of the things I want to know. What was the, after you guys met and you guys connected because of, uh, he came into that chat room. How did the conversation start with the streaming radio thing? And, and what were those conversations like? I'm kind of strong willed or strong headed, whatever you want to say about me. And when I get an idea in my head, I kind of go at it full force. So I, I was talking to a friend of mine. I'm like, there's a really big market for internet radio. It's kind of new. There's not many people doing it, so it should it should take off. It should be successful. So uh, I was talking to him, getting all the information, and then finding about uh, finding out about the RIAA and Sound Exchange and having to pay all these licenses and royalties for music. And I got all my facts straight and figured out how much it would cost. And I went to Chris. I'm like, Chris, this is really something I want to do, and I think it would improve your community because you're not always talking to your stream. You could play the radio over your stream and and give give someone else a chance to talk over your stream when you're not around. So he's like, yeah, that sounds really good, and let's see if it's financially viable, if we can sell advertising, or if we can uh, uh, support it by donations, and uh, we'll give it four or five, six months and see how we're doing from there. So that's basically really how it started. Excellent. So how first of all, how difficult is it to set up to where you can play uh, licensed music played by all the different labels and stuff like that. It's really not that difficult. It's not as difficult as it would seem. Like I said, we started a lot sooner than we than people thought we could, so we obviously did it right and got it going at the at the um, in our timeline. Um, the biggest thing is about keeping your audience uh, coming back, and that's kind of the hardest part is uh, to keep your audience right. So. 
Now, what's involved with internet radio? I mean, obviously, um, there is reporting issues and stuff like that. How does something like that work? Uh, basically, um, the biggest thing that, I mean, the, the most expensive thing, the royalties really aren't that expensive. The most uh, expensive thing is the bandwidth. Okay. To be able to run a, a music to thousands or hundreds or however many people you have listening to you, you have to pay per song per listener for bandwidth as well as for the royalty licensing. So uh, you have to register for, with the RIAA, you have to register with Sound Exchange, and you basically have to average how many people listen to a single song and pay per listener per song to, to each one of those two places. Gotcha. Now, there are some things. Now, first of all, you said you were going to give it about six months, see how things go, and financially, um, you know, see if this can be something that's sustainable. How has that worked for you? Um, it actually hasn't really worked that well, which is why we're kind of rolling out some new changes. Um, competitors out there, like, uh, I mean, you have local stations getting on the internet now. You have uh, Pandora. You have your local, your people having their iPhones and iPods and can basically pick whatever music they want to listen to now. Um, so internet radio, while I think it is going to be a thing of the future, I just don't think it's something that's really going to be taking off anytime soon. Right. So, uh, well, I, you know, I, I somewhat agree with you and, uh, I, you know, I think that I think internet, I think internet radio is a thing of the present and I think it's going to be even more so into the future. I, I think there's a place for radio because I, I definitely there are, there are times when I don't want to do all the work of picking out what I want to listen to. All, right, although right. it's weird coming because I remember, gosh, I, the one thing I love about the I, I never listen to radio anymore because I, I now I get to choose what I want when I want. And it's like ah, that's a lot of responsibility for me. That I don't have time to work on this. And so tuning into Geeks Radio has been really nice because like they'll, they'll just play some music. Right. And, and that sounds crazy, but you know it it, it seems how I've come full circle, but. I still like the access via the web versus a terrestrial radio station. I don't. I do not own anything in this house. Uh, well, wait. That, wait a second. I guess my my uh, receiver. I have a receiver built into my home theater thing upstairs. No antenna on it though. Right, right. So uh, chances are, even if I could receive a radio signal, I, I don't have a one to do it clearly. Uh, but I have no desire to throw up an antenna and and bring in audio. Uh, via the 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 radio waves, we so, had a lot of different ways. I mean, to make it easier for people to listen to, they have uh, we have the Internet Explorer toolbar, we have the Firefox toolbar, we have the iPhone application. We're working on a BlackBerry application. So basically, I mean, wherever you go, you can really, as long as you can get an internet signal, you can listen to Geeks Radio. Exactly. That's one of the things that I love. One I, and the, the other thing I love is that you guys seem to listen. I remember you guys rolled out the iPhone application, and originally when it was first released, there was a charge for it. Right. I think it was like two ninety nine. Ninety nine cents. So ninety nine cents. So it was a nominal fee, and obviously it costs money to produce an iPhone application. No question about that. And obviously you know we have yeah or i say we but because i i shouldn't say we because i have nothing to do with it but uh you guys are sitting there you're already not able to monetize everything but you're putting out an iphone application and the question is like well you know what do i do with this the charge on this and i will tell you it in my initial state i'm like you know 99 cents to listen to an online streaming radio station that i'm not even sure i'm gonna like Right. That seems crazy to me. And, you know, it took me a while. But when you guys released the free application, it's like I heard that it went free. And I'm like, well, of course I'm going to download it. And that's what a lot of people did. We had, I mean, hundred, uh, hundreds, thousands, probably nine or six, uh, nine to 10,000 people download the iPhone application the week that it went free. 
Exactly. And so, and that, that was a huge, I, I, I think that is a, a, I think it's a financially wise decision to do that, even though it, it increases your bandwidth cost. It increase, but, but I think there's some value there that, that it just seems like it was maybe just, um, it, it, it had the, the idea of where to monetize hadn't come to fruition yet. Right. But, uh, there, there is, there is power in the influence in the numbers of people that are out there. And uh, I'm glad that I, I personally am glad that you guys released the free application because when you did, all of a sudden I was introduced to Geek Radio and that, Geeks Radio, and that's when I started to say, "Wow, this is interesting." And I started listening to it on the web, right. you know, while I'm working. And so I'm glad you guys made that decision to do that. So, so anyway, here we are, almost six months later, and from what I understand, there were plans to make some changes. What were the initial plans when when you announced it publicly at first that there was going to be a transition? Uh, the initial plan was to just do uh, no more live feed and just have podcasts available uh, from our DJs or from other people that wanted to be in, uh, that wanted to be on it on the website where people could download and listen to it. Okay, so basically, it, I may be oversimplifying, but from what I am understanding, it's basically creating a network of podcasts. Correct. And so, in the same way that over at gspn.tv, there are over 20 different podcasts that you can choose to listen to. They're all available, accessible, accessible under different categories. Uh, you can listen right to from the web, or you can click to download, or you can subscribe via RSS. And and basically, it, it, the only difference is, is that gspn.tv, that's all my content with my wife and, and a couple co-hosts. Correct. It's- but what you're doing is creating a similar network, only you're doing it pulling multiple resources from different producers uh, of content. So right. Correct. So, so, and so that was the initial plan. Correct. And then all of a sudden, you know, I, I understand that there might have been some conversations that maybe influenced you to reinvestigate the idea of that live stream. Definitely, definitely. And uh, I guess what we decided was that we have such a, a a reach out there with the live stream, with the iPhone applications, with all these people using the toolbar, with the people that are, are constantly chatting about Geeks Radio in our chat room, that canceling or getting rid of the live feed really would hurt our community. So what we kind of decided to do is to keep the live stream, but to refocus it or restructure it in a way that it can pay for itself. Right. Because with, I mean, with the way the economy is going and with the way advertisers are looking at online advertising, it's just it's really not feasible for somebody to just have a live stream, sell advertising, and hope for donations to to keep a, a three three hundred dollar or whatever amount of money coming in each month to to make it viable to keep running. Exactly. So yeah, that's exactly it. the don- donation model works great for people who are hobbyists, right. and your overhead's extremely low. But as you mentioned, streaming audio is is not low it, it's uh, it's definitely a cost that that is consistent and it only grows with the number of users that you add then there's the other option of charging your customers to listen right. your, or your community to listen now that can work in certain circumstances and obviously i've got a, a little bit of that model going on for gspn.tv and for me i i felt that that was the right thing to do and and i'm still uh certain of that and um but the thing is, is it, when it comes to the, the niche that you guys are in, which is podcasting and technology, geeky stuff. I mean, there's so much to choose from right. that, you know, the chances of you may uh, have having some people who are so passionate about geeksradio.fm 
that you 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 would get a number of people who will pay for the access to that. Maybe whether it be two bucks a month, five bucks a month, you'll have a subset of your community that'll pay. But a lot will be lost. And so um, tell me, what have you guys decided to do? How are you going to financially make this feasible to keep that stream up and running? Basically, what we're doing is podcasters that are committed to podcasting are looking to get their name out there and get their podcast out there. So what we're doing is we're going to keep our live stream and we're going to play podcasts, uh, podcasts from podcasters that submit it. And we're going to have uh, a fee per month that podcasters would have to pay uh, to get their podcast on our stream. Um, they'll be able to select the time and day of each week that they want it to be played. And then during off hours, we'll play previous episodes. And then as well, we'll put uh, their episodes on our website for people to be able to download and listen to as well. So basically, it, it, it's going to be not only you're going to continue. I think the original idea of moving forward by having this network of podcasts that are streamable or you know streamable on demand on the website, correct? With archives available and subscribe feeds for for podcasting purposes, right? But you're also going to do in addition to that, um, continue the live stream and taking people's pre recorded content. And streaming that at programmed hours. Correct. And that'll that'll open up podcasters to be able to be listened to, um, not by going to their individual website, but by using the Geeks Radios, all of our applications that we have out there, like I, like I mentioned with the iPhone and the toolbars and just by the website. So I, I happen to know one of the first people you signed up was uh, somebody I happen to know pretty well. Yes, <laughs> and yes. and uh, I'm excited to to announce or have, to have already announced that I'm going to be one of the folks that are syndicated out there on geeksradio.fm. And not only uh, podcast answer man, but also help. I got a Mac, and I, from what I understand, so did I? Don't know. Do I have the Tuesday time slot? I believe you have the Tuesday time slot. Okay, so the Tuesday time slot, and I think I'm going to be on from two to four. Is that right? I thought it was one. To or three. no, one to three. So I chose I chose the Tuesday uh, time slot from one to three. And the reason why I personally chose that, I figure, you know, a lot of people are going to be st- streaming while they're working. You know, a lot of graphic artists or uh, data entry people. I happen to know from my listening audience when they tell me they listen to the podcasts. So I happen to feel, okay, at the office, a lot of people just got the stream running in the background. And so I'm going to get the East Coast people after they get back from their lunch breaks. And I'm going to be getting three hours earlier. I'm going to get all the West Coasters who are streaming while they're at work before they leave for lunch and so it made a great uh i think it was a great decision to try out those hours and stuff now um are, have you got a bunch of other people i guess to sign up obviously you said you were going to wait to make the decision to definitely keep the stream going until you had the, enough commitments right, we had a minimum that we had to reach just to make sure it'd be financially viable to keep it going and we did reach that minimum we have uh i believe 10 people confirmed and signed up um, I'm thinking by our launch date uh, or our relaunch date of Geeks Radio on July 1st, we'll have probably a couple more after that. Um, and then we'll continue adding them as, uh, as podcasters come and say we'd like to be added. Excellent. And uh, if there are some people... Now, first of all, it's geeksradio.fm, right? Correct. That'll remain so, the same. Uh, right. And so the question being is what type of programming are you guys looking for? 
Are you trying to stay into the geeky realm? I mean, the like geeky. Okay, so geek can be just about anything. Right. Uh, what if I had a? You know, I'm just talking about cars. Car show would be great. I mean, you have your niche audience. You have, and basically, I mean, a lot of people or a lot of podcasters I've talked about uh, talked to are saying, "Well, what's the value in it for me?" And I'm saying the value in it for you is that you're not just targeting your community that you already have. You're targeting all these other communities that have committed and signed up and you're drawing all of these people that like listening to podcasts into one place to listen to podcasts. Right. So they can go, they can be like, Oh, well I just listened to uh, help. I got a Mac. Let me check out more of Cliff's uh, uh, podcast by going to gspn.tv or, Oh, I liked uh, the guy's podcast or I liked any of these uh, different podcasts and they can go to the website. And what we're doing is we're hosting the files for the podcaster we're uh, uh, promoting them through Twitter, which we have 4,000 followers. We're promoting them on our website. We're uh, using any extra money that we receive from podcasters or through subscriptions uh, to to run giveaways and buy prizes and let uh, the network run its own uh, giveaways for the listeners. So there's a lot there's a lot of thought that's gone into this to make it profitable uh, to be able to be self sustaining, as well as to make it uh, a, a good network for people that like to listen to podcasts. Yeah, I, I tell you, I love the concept. And and by the way, um, the the way that you've monetized this is the fact that you know podcasters are going to pay to be syndicated on the network and a, a nominal fee. I don't know if you do you want to say it here or do you want them to contact you about that? It's a it's public. I mean, okay. it's, a, it's a twenty dollar fee a month. I mean, which works out if you're doing. Uh, it's a two hour set that you can fill each week, so it works out to five dollars a week. Yeah. So it's it's not that expensive at all. And in fact, I would I would suggest if you, you know, if if somebody signs up right now at this rate, they should be, you know, maybe lock it in for a certain period of time because I can tell you right now, there's going to be high demand for this. There's no question in my mind, and eventually, you know, supply and demand costs going to drive up. So, for those of you who are listening to this, Make sure that you you jump on board as quick as possible because I can guarantee you there's only a limited number of hours in each day. And when people hear about this, they're going to go fast. Definitely. And we've already gotten I, – I looked at my email box this morning and I have 500 emails from people just asking and questions and, and things like that. Yeah. So. And so while those people are twiddling their thumbs, you, my friends, if you want to get in and be syndicated out – on geeksradio.fm, you certainly want to immediately go and get your subscription set up. Is, is there a website you've set up that where people can go right now, Ryan, uh, to to go and subscribe? Not yet, because what we we're, we're kind of screening podcasts before we actually add them because we want to make sure we have premium uh, content for people to listen to and and make sure we don't have all tech shows or all car shows. We want to have a diverse. Uh, diverse podcast. So like you're saying, it's, it's the time to sign up and it's not only the time to sign up because they're going to go fast. It's the time to sign up because your niche area that people are going to be listening to might get taken and somebody might, I mean, we might have four car shows and not want to add a fifth car show or, right. or a gardening show or a, a movie review show. I mean, there's, there's so many different niches out there that you can fill. So I've, I just heard gardening show. I, I happen to know one of my clients who has a gardening show, and I think it's a great idea there. Uh, Joe, you know who I'm talking about. So uh, 
uh, you need to get in touch with Ryan. Where, where do they? Where should they email to send an email to 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 get into the screening list? They can email uh, info at geeksradio.fm, and that way, one of us, one of the directors, will look at it and we'll we'll talk and get back to you. Now, I personally believe that it won't take very long at all to fill all 24 hours a day, seven days a week of your schedule with podcasters who are paying to be syndicated out on this awesome network. I, I, I'm so thankful that you guys have decided to keep that stream going because I, I, I think that that be, being a podcaster, I will tell you there, you know, I, I still believe that while there's a demand for Internet radio, it is it, there. There's a there's a time and a place for streaming content. I will tell you, there's still nothing like the the freedom of being able to have access to content that I can download, that I can subscribe, have delivered to me, and I can listen to it even when I'm out in the middle of nowhere and don't even have an edge connection. Which, by the way, folks, if you have an iPhone and an edge connection, you still can listen to the streaming application. We have a low bit feed. Yeah, available right on the right on the application works beautifully, and I think you guys are going to be doing a new version of the iPhone. We are. You're going to be able to. It's going to load all the RSS feeds for each podcaster, so you'll be able to listen um, to archived podcasts right from your iPhone. Exactly, and it's going to be very similar to that. That portion of it will be very similar to the GSPN.TV application right. in that it's just going to load up the i the RSS feed and uh, and, and click play. Uh, perhaps it might even be a little bit uh, more dressed up and look a little bit more uh, classy than than it my app. It might. I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll see. But anyway, that, it's cool because you, with this, you get the both, best of both worlds. Your RSS feeds and everything uh, all syndicated out there, but and your content can be listened to on demand. But for people who don't want to sit there and say, okay, what do I want to listen to? Let me put together a playlist. They're going to be listening to the live stream. They'll just tune in. So is we're, the, we're going to try. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but no, we're going to try to uh, make a full day schedule to uh, so that you can see any time that a previous episode of a podcast is going to be played. So, like you have the Tuesdays one to three, but if we're playing your archive show maybe Thursday night at two p.m. to four p.m., you'll be able to see that on a schedule, right? So that so that you know when you can listen to what shows. Gotcha. So it's not just going to be an open schedule and whatever you turn on is what you turn on. Right. So the other question now, obviously, so are you guys going to do away with the, uh, the, the licensed music altogether then? That's the plan for now. Okay. Um, once we have, um, once we've met a financial goal that we need to meet to be able to keep doing the, the licensed music, we might have some DJs come back on, but mm-hmm. I believe that, like I said, I think that people that want to listen to music can get it from an extreme amount of other sources out there. And the people that want to listen to podcasts live, that's not really that available except for going to everybody's website and and clicking play. Right. So uh, I'm really trying to gear Geeks Radio towards podcasting right now. Gotcha. Well, I I understand that. But you haven't crossed, you're not burning the bridge to to, to license music completely. No, not at all. We're still, we still have our licenses to be able to play uh, licensed music. I have a, I have a question for you and this is, you know, just, just talking, but is it possible for you guys, let's just say down the road, if you decide, okay, we want to start going and, and bringing in a DJ, for example, and they play live music, uh, or regular licensed music. Can that be made available through the licensing for download as as well? No, it's not. You can't do that. You can't do that. I know that there are separate licenses for people to do that. Right. But from what I understand, those get even more complicated. Right. And we're not we're not 
going to get into that, so, <laughs> that type of license. So, so let me just let me just boil this down. So in the in the event, let's just say, and and it's completely hypothetical because you guys have at this point stated, and and I accept fully that right now there's no plans at, at this point to to go back to the the streaming license music. But let's just say hypothetically, if you did, if somebody like me said, you know what, I wouldn't mind doing an hour or two hours once a week of just running my own radio show of, of, of licensed music. Um, so I could actually do that and stream that out, you know, you know, for two hours once a week, have it completely live, do a live call-in show and all of that stuff. And you guys would pretty much take care of uh, doing all the reporting and stuff like that. And, and to be honest with you, if, if I were to do that, I wouldn't mind paying you for not only for the the normal cost of the twenty dollars or whatever for that for those two hours once a week, but I wouldn't even mind kicking in extra fee f- towards the licenses to play that music. And that's something we might think about. Um, if we were to do that, I probably would say it would be a secondary feed okay. where we would have uh, port number eight thousand for podcasting feed and port eight thousand one hundred for the music feeds. So we could fit the application and the iPhone and say. Which fee would you like to listen to, the podcast or the live music? And we could run two simultaneous feeds. Uh, excellent. So you'd be just like having different stations, correct? Yeah, you know, to listen to. So it excellent. could be the Geeks Radio Network. Awesome. I like that. I like that. I'm I'm excited about what you guys are doing there and the and the thoughts about that. Of course, as a podcaster, I would assume that you would also be willing to take PodSafe Music podcasts. Correct. PodSafe Music are already welcome on the network. Um, in fact, uh, tonight we're turning off our live feed to get it all ready for our Wednesday relaunch. And we're going to be playing uh, pod safe music up until Wednesday when we start doing podcasts. Excellent. Wow. This is, this is exciting stuff. I'm excited. I, I'm glad to have, uh, you know, get in touch with you guys and to have uh, talked with you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about the fact that the, the live stream is going to continue. Uh, so the live stream, just so we know, is going to be down until July 1st at what, 12.01 a.m. Eastern time? 12.01 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, correct. All right, and then right then you're going to launch out with some new shows. New podcasts. New yep. podcasts that will be streaming out. And that schedule should be available. I mean, when you go to the website July 1st, you'll be able to see what shows are playing at what time. Excellent. Now, of course, people can go to geeksradio.fm, and uh, that's where you'll be finding everything. Now, before July 1st, what what, what would people find if they were to tune in to geeks radio or to go to the website Uh, before then right now there's basically announcement saying the live feed's going to be down at this time um it kind of explains what we've talked about here and that the uh the new website's going to be launched on july 1st at midnight as well excellent so so if you guys want to just hang out hang tight and and, but don't hang tight on signing up if you're a podcaster and you want to get syndicated on uh, geeksradio.fm don't hang tight get an email to what'd you say info, info at geeksradio.fm and, and really if you think about it 24 hours a day if you have podcasters filling two hours i mean that's 12 hours that's 12 podcasts that can be played in a day yep and that's 84 a week so it can fill up pretty quick because we already have i mean like i said we'll probably have 15 or 16 before we start wednesday Exactly. So, yeah, th- definitely don't don't drag your feet on this one, folks, if you're interested. And make sure that if you tell if, if you do email them, say that you heard about it on the podcast answer, man. I don't get a kickback. At least we haven't negotiated anything yet. Right. <laughs> just but definitely. Yeah, definitely say that you heard it from Cliff and the, the 
his podcast. Yeah, definitely let him know. Let, let him let Ryan know that you have heard about it through here. And uh, I, I, I'm excited. I, I for those of you out there who are passionate about podcasting, um, I, I know and I know because I've worked with so many of you that you guys have some great podcasting uh, going on. You've got some great audio happening. Um, you know, and, and you've got a great message and I really want to see you guys succeed. This is a great way to do it. Um, and, and I'm excited about the opportunity and, uh, I'm not taking any freebies. I'm, I'm paying, I'm signed up. I, I've got a full paid subscription ready to get it, That's already signed up yep, through and, PayPal. And so I was the first person, wasn't first I? First person. I so, sent the email and within five minutes, Cliff was signed up and ready to go. He there, said. There's no doubt about that. And, and tell you, if that says anything, folks, I'm behind this thing. And, uh, and, and I know that a lot of you out there see me as, as somebody that you trust as a valued opinion on this. This, this is only good for you, uh, unless you're really concerned about being 100% in control of everything all on your own and you don't want to leak anything out to anywhere else, which trust me, you're just not going to grow your podcast <laughs> that way. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, these guys aren't looking to make a fortune off of your content. Um, they're not going to be interstitially in, interweaving um, advertisements into your show. I'm telling you, these are guys who just are geeks. They love they love streaming radio. They love streaming content. They love their community. And and I and trust me when I say that and I give this kind of endorsement, I don't give this kind of endorsement. I, folks, I have. I literally have somebody, I won't say any names, won't indicate male or female, I have somebody who is just dying to be interviewed by me to come onto my to, onto podcast Answer Man. I have have been putting it off and putting it off, and, I, and at this point, I don't see any desire on my part to bring this person in just yet, because, you know, I am very selective about what I'll bring to you here in the podcastanswerman.com and the gspn.tv community. Because I want it to be something I believe in wholeheartedly. That's something that I know is going to be great for you guys and that I have a personal relationship with uh, to, to somebody that's involved in it so that I know not just the dollars and cents, but I just know the heart behind what's happening. And uh, these are good guys. I trust them. And, and, and you get my full endorsement. Thank you very much. All right, folks. Well, that's all I have for this episode. I, I just wanted to come and, and share with you guys a little bit more detailed information about the announcement that I kind of just tossed out at the end of the last episode. But uh, I, I'm, like I said, very excited about this stuff. Get over there. Send an email today uh, to uh, info at geeksradio.fm. And of course, Hang out July 1st. If you don't sign up, uh, just go and check it out. July 1st, go to geeksradio.fm. Check out the schedule. And uh, if you don't already have it, go ahead and go ahead and download the existing iPhone application. In fact, uh, what I'll tell you to do, simply go to, um, I'll tell you what, go to podcastanswerman.com slash geeksradioapp, A-P-P, geeksradioapp. That'll take you directly to the iTunes store where you can download it. Go ahead and get it now because as soon as the new one is available, it'll automatically update for you. That way you won't forget. And uh, it's going to be a way that you can listen to the podcast Answer Man and help I Got a Mac at least initially. Um, and and who knows, maybe down the road I'll just get like really addicted to the, the awesomeness that is streaming content and just continue to just put more and more stuff. I've got a... You said there, there's a room for 84? 84. I could take up a very large percentage of that with gspn.tv content, but uh, I'll leave some room for you guys. Thank you. <laughs> we'll talk to you all soon. 
And uh, have a great day. Until next time, join the community. Oh, and by the way, you're looking for some um, help with your WordPress installation. You know, you've been hearing me talk a lot about WordPress and you're kind of a little intimidated about that. Hey, if you want some help, I can go through, set up your hosting account with GoDaddy, Bluehost, Altera Hosting, uh, even through Ryan. Evolution Studios. And uh, I can help you set all that up. I'll install your WordPress for you. I'll configure it with all the WordPress plugins that you need to set up your podcasting feeds. I'll walk you through every single step of the process, get you submitted to iTunes. I can do that for you. And uh, also, if you're looking for audio equipment, you need to get a better sound. Maybe you want to improve the uh, audio quality of your show. I have lots of equipment and options available for you. You can go to podcastanswerman.com slash equipment. There's a list of the equipment that I have uh, up there, some suggested packages. Of course, you won't find any buy now buttons because I want to talk to you. I want to get, I want to customize that package to fit your needs. Sometimes you might, I've had people call me up and say, hey, I want package number five. And turns out that I actually say, you know what, based upon our conversations, you only need this, this, and this. And it's about $300 less or $200 less than what the total package would have been. And uh, they're a happier camper. I don't mind losing out on some of the uh, profit on that sale because what I create are customers and clients who are just going to tell lots and lots of other people about me. And uh, that's the kind of stuff I want to do for you. You can call me direct, folks. You can call me on my cell phone right now. Phone number, area code 859-757-1399. Again, this is for consulting and equipment sales, 859-757-1399. Of course, we're going to go right back to our regular format of answering your questions and your phone calls feedback. The phone number for that is directly 859-795-4067. Again, 859-795-4067. Or you can call me toll-free, 1-800-757-1158. Until next time, join the community. Bye-bye.